The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. Well, welcome to the Spiritual Freedom Show, and I'm joined as always by Darren Ball, our producer, and I'd like to start by bringing you right down to earth with a headline that was published in one of Britain's leading newspapers on January the 24th, 2022, and I don't think you're going to believe this uh, when you hear it. It's a very popular newspaper in Britain indeed, and this was the headline. Better sex, great teeth and an end to snoring. How mastering your breathing can transform your life. Not enlightenment, not healing, not prayer for the world, not even psychic awareness. No, no, no. Better sex, great teeth, and here's the clincher, an end to snoring. These apparently in this day and age are the things which will, according to that newspaper, transform your life. Whereas to the ancient yoga, yogi, and indeed the modern one too, mastering your breathing was one of the secrets of life because it enables you to enter ultimately samadhi and even beyond that, nirvana, or as we now call it, cosmic consciousness. It, and particularly in this day and age, it potentizes your outpouring of spiritual energy through prayer, healing, and visualization multitudinous times and helps to lessen human suffering and build world peace. But the editors of this and probably most newspapers consider a far more appealing outcome for their readers would be to have better sex, great teeth, and let's not forget an end to snoring. They consider their readers would rather do this, end snoring that is, than end suffering. And it's possible they're right about people. I, I hope they're not. But I'll, as one editor of another paper admitted to me decades ago when I was campaigning on UFOs, and he actually was honest enough to say that uh, they, this, he said, it's not our job to write the truth. It's our job to write the truth that our readers want to read. I think some would say it's not always the truth even at all. Uh, but obviously they do have to cover themselves legally, usually. But it's not just journalists. I'm not just picking on newspapers or the media. Popularity comes before truth in business, on this realm, in most walks of life, especially where financial profit is concerned. And this is the saddest thing of all, even maybe regularly, in metaphysical and spiritual circles. Not so with Dr. King or any of the communicators who spoke through him, including Mars Sector 6. So, Darren, would you please play our extract from Dr. King's lecture on the fourth freedom delivered in 1961 as Dr. King is speaking in Los Angeles about this freedom? The people in the metaphysical movements in this country are some of the finest people you could meet anywhere on Earth. But they cannot on the whole, 
discriminate. That is the trouble. That is the big trouble. If only they would, the world's theirs. No doubt. You see, discrimination isn't all that difficult. It isn't all that difficult. One thing, the first thing you must do, is to detach yourself from personal like or dislike. You must not care whether the man who is talking to you, his face is pleasing, his manner is pleasing, or whether it isn't. Whether he wears a $250 silk suit, or whether he wears something which is made in Scotland that cost a quarter of that money and will last ten times as long. <laughs> you mustn't care about these things. Whether he is a drawing room charmer or an honest man, that is what counts. If a man is obviously cooing sweet nothings in your little pink ear in order to make you open your tightly grasped purse strings a little more, run away from him. Because such a one is trying to be popular and my friends, no one can speak truth and be popular only with the truthful, honest seekers. No one can speak truth and be popular only with the truthful, honest seekers. In other words, except with the truthful, honest seekers. And I'm sure that listeners to this show are truthful, honest seekers, because if they weren't, they'd be listening to something far more popular and far less true. Even if they were giving truths, they wouldn't be as great and as important and as demanding because those truths are less popular. Even if it was true, uh, it's probably less definite too. And, you know, uncertainty, this is strange, is more popular with some people. And, and probably it's far more complicated, because that's one way of avoiding difficult truths, to talk around a subject at length until it's clouded in impressive-sounding, clever words. Uh, they sound pleasing. They're sometimes backed up with... Uh, putative scientific support maybe or maybe not but it's backed up with it and really they're covering the true meaning in fog i'm sorry to be blunt about this but i think it's necessary now just as it was in dr king's physical lifetime and he stressed the point over and over again you have only got to listen to his lectures on the 12 blessings and the nine freedoms and you'll hear it over and over again he was particularly concerned with the flying saucer and, meta and metaphysical platforms in those days, but the same is true. In fact, it might even be worse today. I, I'm not going to name names. I don't wish to attack anybody personally, especially people who may well have helped others in certain respects. If it was a personal matter, in fact, I wouldn't even mention it at all, but it's not. It, this is about giving false teachings, or it's about not revealing the full truth only because the full truth is unpopular. And we can't ignore that. We can't gloss over that. Um, I, I could, 
name people because some of the most popular figures in the mind, body, spirit or new age movement in the world today are classic examples of this. You know, it's much more popular to say, for example, that meditation will relieve you from stress than it is to say that it can bring you enlightenment. Strange to you, probably. Strange to me, but it is. It's more popular to talk about a law of attraction, which brings you whatever you want. I mean, that's as popular as it could get, surely. Much more popular than to talk about the law of karma, which enables you to advance to God, whether you choose to do it in a positive way through spiritual action or, if not, the hard way through suffering. That's not popular. It's more popular nowadays to talk about directed intention to send out positive energy than to talk about prayer, which has been doing that, if it's done correctly, for centuries. Because a lot of people don't like to what they perceive to be a religious connotation. They want a secularization of spirituality. But the divine element in prayer can be the most potent aspect of it at all, more so than the directed intention, which leaves out that element if it's done correctly. You know, one of the leading figures who used to teach so-called truths about angels and ascended masters and saints. She claimed to teach people to channel and contact them as though it was as easy and quick uh, and unproblematic as making tea almost. Uh, she's now uh, rejected all that. She's a fundamentalist Christian. I mean, I appeared on the radio with her at the time. It was very obvious to me she was making it up as she was going along. But I'm told that she now stays that she, believes, she believed at the time that any thought she had in that period was divinely inspired. And what it obviously was, was a clear uh, imagination, uncontrolled imagination. And yet, this is the point, she was very, very popular. And we, one could go on and on and on. I mean, some of the people I'm talking about were multi, probably million, I don't know, million copy bestsellers, much sold many more copies than The Nine Freedoms are sold, although The Nine Freedoms is still in print after 60 years, and that's not easy to do. But it's not as popular because it's true. And I, I realize this isn't too pleasant a subject in a way, but I think it's, it was important on the Spiritual Freedom Show that we put that point out. It's a point made um, by Dr. King repeatedly, and it's a point even that is alluded to by Mars Sector 6. Uh, himself. Now, there is one thing just to close this. Dot King explains exactly how he got the information he got. You can believe it or not, but he does tell you how. A lot of these people, they don't. They just come up with things. They just seem to think they get it, and they don't know because of their lack of, of consciousness experience, as we talked about with our chakra journey. They don't have the realization to know the difference between imagination, uh, wishful thinking, and a real, definite spiritual experience. What say you, Darren? Yeah, really punchy message there, Richard. I think, uh, you know, those three examples you gave really struck out to me, you know, of, um, you know, the law of attraction, bring you what you want rather than sign the law of karma, yeah. which gives us what we really need, for example. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Really I, I, mean, I, could, I could give more, you know, there's one figure and of all the figures, very, very, very famous recognized person, 
uh, who really should know what meditation is, you'd think, if anybody did. And he's put out, or it's been put out in his name, that the deepest form of meditation is sleep, which shows he doesn't know the first thing about true meditation. Very sad, but he's an extremely mm. popular teacher. Anyway, do we have a question today, Darren? <laughs> we do, we do. So um, anyone tuning in for the first time, do find out more about the Nine Freedoms, Mars Sector 6 and Dr. George King at our website. That's ethereus.org, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. If you'd like to write in with a question or drop us a line, share an experience even, or a story about something that's happened to you, uh, that's spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. We would love to hear from you and share those on the show. So we have a question here from somebody who says this. Um, I was wondering if you could give me some insight on something I see and think about often. The focus and mission statement of the Ethereum Society is service and is performed by our members. Does this mean in our future lives we will spend more time in yoga and meditation with a more concentrated focus on raising the Kundalini? Many seekers in India, for example, are highly evolved due to much yoga, but maybe not performing a whole lot of service. Do you believe Ethereum members are getting the service portion of our evolution out of the way now? No, I don't, because I think we learn from the 12 blessings and we learn from the higher freedoms that even very, very advanced intelligences are focused on service. But what does happen, and this is clear in the higher freedoms, they go through prolonged periods of galactic samadhi or whatever the name might be. So that opportunity must arise. And I'm not going to say it will never arise in this life, if we, uh, it's whether we take it when the opportunities come. It's there. But I do believe, yes, that uh, there will be obviously prolonged periods. But again, when they arise, they are, and we can see this in the seventh, eighth, and ninth freedoms, they are in order to prepare us to give even greater service. The two are completely married together. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like the spirit of this is rather than getting it out of the way, it's almost, yeah. it's, um, it's just a, a stepping stone towards higher forms of service. And that's complemented with the, the preparation of going within that will help us. And it's a that. wonderful thing. It's not really, I think there comes a point, I completely understand the spirit of this question. But in the end, it's a, it, it becomes a greater thing. It feels greater to the individual than just concentrating on your own development. It's not even something you really want to get out of the way. You want mm. to help others and all life throughout the universe, as the great ones do. And that actually brings us to the conclusion of this show. And let's close with the words we always close with. Service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. <laughs>